hello everybody, welcome to episode 204, that's 204, it's the Enes Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. As always, I've got Mr. Joe Edwards on the other end of the line. Joe, it was a late night for us, slash early morning. I think we, we I just about got the uh, the two-shot video analysis off by about one-ish. Yeah. So uh, it was definitely a... Uh, Definitely not not enjoying those eight fifteen kickoffs, mate. But uh, how how are you? you? You have you recovered? Have you um, have you managed to settle down? You managed to to watch the whole game back again, as I know you love to do, and um, and embrace the uh, the glorious defence that was Wolverhampton Wanderers last night. I think I got out of bed until like eleven. Oh, don't blame you, mate. To be honest, uh, I, I was, I was, yeah, absolutely. It was the it's the cold as well. It takes it's, a lot out of you, doesn't it, it? It does. And after a night game, I just cannot get to sleep until about two o'clock in the morning. It's just like because you you switched on and yeah, you, you, adrenaline's you, going. Adrenaline's going. You were doing your video until one o'clock. I was doing my player ratings until that time. Yeah. And then you inevitably kind of check what you've done throughout the night because 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 a, a a match like that when it's eight fifteen. Mm. And just for a bit of context, I, I, you know, you're doing your your live tweeting for out. You got got to do a match mm-hmm. report from the whistle. You got to speak to Nuno afterwards, and you got to do a story from him. I mean, our paper deadline is supposed to be half ten. Yeah, that is a battle you're always going to lose. So it ends up being about eleven o'clock. But mm-hmm. you've written everything, and you've like barely had a time to even think. You just oh, look up, look up, and watch look, the game. Look, yeah, yeah. So it's like you're having to try to spin so many plates and it mm-hmm. kind of gets to 11 o'clock and you're just kind of hoping and praying that everything you've written uh, makes makes a lick of sense. And um, yeah, I think it did, just about. But um, yeah, it was a, a bit of a mad night. And um, But, you know, old habits kind of dying hard for Wolves, and, you know, defence, and which we'll come on to because it was just pretty shambolic again to be honest yeah busy busy night man of course uh, events uh, earlier on in the day as well but we'll, we'll come and we'll come on to that uh but well, let's let's just break things up a little bit because it's all a bit doom and gloom okay <laughs> uh you know social media as as normal was was cray cray last night it's cray cray today and you know you can understand some of it i i, I get it I, I do get it you know it's it's frustrating it's frustrating watching wolverhampton wanderers um but how was your easter mate how, how was your easter how, how was how was saturday how was sunday did the easter bunny come did he come in abundance? Did he hop alone? Did he bring you a little bit of chocolate? Did he bring you, you know, the, the bar or the, or the egg that you wanted most in Aldi? What 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 what, what went down? <laughs> um, I, I only had one egg, which was which is quite good for me actually. Not bad, um, not bad. Which was off the uh, South's nan. Uh, she got she got us both an egg. Um, I had a Yorkie egg. Oh, Yorkie, decent mate. Yeah, yeah. Yorkie, Yorkie. By the way, um, of course. Now has been banned because remember they had the slogan "Not for girls," girls, and now we can't have that apparently. So um, you can't have that. So it's uh, it's for everybody now. Are you okay? Well, I, well, I did share it myself. So you know, twenty twenty one, and oh, you gave her a chunk, mate. You gave her a chunk. <laughs> Your keys are all inclusive these days. Are they but, as good as what they used to be? Are the proper decent chunks? Is it a proper because it was yeah. a proper bar back in the day? Because a lot, I feel like a lot of the confectionery these days has definitely got smaller. Smaller, um, but then. I guess you are eleven, so you wouldn't know back in the day. But but is it is it still a, a satisfying bar of chocolate? I think it's still quite substantial. Yeah, I think it's okay. one of the. I think like in, inevitably, like anything else, it has got to be smaller over time. Mm. But oh, mate, s- it's not the only thing that gets smaller well, uh, over time. Yeah. Well, I tell you. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. Um, but I, I would say that it's you know 
in the modern day market of chocolate bars, I think it is if you're looking for mm-hmm. a bit of a, a bit of a belly buster, uh, a, a York mm-hmm. Yorkies, and uh, mm-hmm. isn't a bad bet. Whereas if you're looking for something a bit more smooth, a bit more silky, and you don't want to kind of really really bite in, I'll tell you what I used to appreciate, and I don't know whether they still do them now anyway. I haven't seen that. Obviously, I don't really have chocolate now anyway. Um, a good old Galaxy Minstrel. You know, you're yeah, wandering yeah. along, you put it in your mouth, you let it, you don't crunch it, that's that's absolute blasphemy. You just suck on it. Let that just, sugar like, yeah. kind of dissolve on the tongue. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that kind of a hard shell just cracks slightly. And then you've got like that, that's, that that little bit of smooth chocolate silkiness just on the tongue. And you, you can have them, and you, I mean, you can go through in, in, a, in a minute. But you can also, they can also last a good 20 minutes of your sucking and sucking and sucking away <laughs> until that chocolate comes on the bottom on your tongue. And then I just feel that it's that, that for me is is probably one one of the most underrated pieces of chocolate on the market. Lovely, I, I yeah. love cho- I love chocolate talks. Great, I, I've just I've just had a crunchy, oh, okay. um, and I have kind of a a, a specific technique of mm. eating a crunchy. It's kind of you kind of oh, almost, do you bite on the way outside and leave yeah, the, uh, the cinder toffee? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, almost like you know, kind of like a like a like a nasher on mm. like, on the mm. outside, just to mm. kind of shave that chocolate away. Yeah, and then you've got the pure honeycomb to have afterwards. Lovely. Delicious. Um, mother, I went back to mum's at the weekend. She made us, um, which, which for me is very, very satisfying. She gets um, some crunchy nut cornflakes and then uh, puts them in a pan with lots of uh, lots of milk chocolate, binds it all together, puts them in these little mini, ca- you know, like mini kind of like um, yeah. cake, whatever they're called, paper, little paper things, D- dips a little bit in and then lets it lets it go solid in the fridge and then two or three mini eggs, got to be Cadbury's mini eggs on yes, top. Yes, yes. Oh, mate. You have that room temperature with a big mug of tea. Absolute dream. Just oh, absolutely fabulous. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. To, yeah, South did a few of them, yeah. No, did she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, your mom and South are on the same wavelength. Absolutely yet we, scrumptious cakes. And yet, you know, I have brought you a variety of different things over the years at matches and you, you didn't bring me anything last night. No. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Also watched um, watched uh, what did we watch? Oh, Godzilla versus King Kong, the new oh, movie that's come out. Oh, okay. Decent, mate. I don't know whether you like Did, your monster yeah. movies. I'm a bit. I'm a big. I'm a big monster movie fan. Huge monster movie fan slash horror fan. But monster movies definitely got a lot of time for. Uh, I've enjoyed the King Kongs um, and I've enjoyed the Godzillas. And to be honest, I, I don't want them to fight each other because I quite like uh, both creatures. Uh, it, it was watchable. I, it wasn't bad at all. I, I, there, there was the the plot was ropey, um, yeah. to say the least. But but the actual uh, fight scenes I thought were were excellent. I would recommend it. I've never really enjoyed those, you know, versus films. I always think they're a bit of a letdown. I, I watched, I watched Batman like, v Batman yeah. v Superman. I watched. I haven't I, seen that. Is that any good? And I just thought, if you're putting Batman and Superman in a fight, Superman is mm. going to win all day long. Like he, he like shoots lasers out his eyes and all this kind of stuff. Like, how can how can Batman, who basically, I mean, I do love the Batman films. But Batman hasn't really got a superpower, has he? He's just yeah, but he's, he's got his yeah, but he's maybe. got his gadgets. But like Superman in a in a in a in a fight, he's gonna he's gonna do Batman all day long. Really, it was a bit. I just the logic weren't there for me. Yeah, but mate, he's got he's got his man cave as Batman, mate. He's got his he's got his little. <laughs> well, we've all little, uh... we've all got our man caves, but. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, no, I don't. Alien versus Predator was probably a bit of a letdown. Yeah, Freddy v Jason, those kind of ones, I guess. But this is this is watchable. Man, I'd recommend it. I definitely recommend it. Okay. Um, okay, let's get on to it. Uh, put it off long enough. Us <laughs> two, I'm sorry. Uh, good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, let's do it that way um, rather than going through uh, the gamers' analysis. Uh, if you haven't seen it, then watch the bloody video that's on the line. Uh, good. Uh, Fabio Silva's got to be good, and, and probably Adama Traore as well. Probably the two of the brighter sparks on the on the evening. Joe Fabio, of course, came on. Not the first time he's done it, and made a bit of an impact. Uh, looked lively. Uh, I think maybe taking him out of action has probably helped him. You know, people say that maybe you know he should have been playing all the time or. Uh, what not? I think maybe having a William there and someone you know ahead of him it has helped him to kind of like just relax, just just get himself together, just gather his thoughts and uh, put some hard work on the training ground. And I think he's looking really exciting. And if he hadn't, you know, I mean, he's missed some chances as Fabio, but that was his third goal of the season. He could have had five or six. And to be honest, if he does play between now and the end of the season, he could finish the season with five or six goals. Which, when you look back at it, as an eighteen-year-old kid who's, who's understudy, if you're getting six. Five, six, seven goals from from an understudy striker. All of a sudden, it's not looking like a bad season. Well, he could end the season as Wolves' top scorer. That is that is really feasible. Yeah, you know he's on three now. The the top scorer is Neto slash Neves with uh, with five. So he he could be you know in a few games time we could actually through we all be reflecting on Fabio Silva as Wolves' top scorer in in twenty twenty one, which is. Absolutely crazy, really, to to think of you know the the up and down season that he's had, and you know the the struggles along the way, and the criticism, and but he's um he, he's he's done himself justice, and he's been coming off the bench for a fair, a fair number of weeks now, and looking busy, and looking lively, and getting into positions, you know, not taking those chances, but he got one last night, and that was really that was kind of striker one r one, really. It was mm. almost. Um, the game at the weekend, um, it was the Newcastle-Tottenham game. I'm not comparing him to Harry Kane, of course, but mm. Harry Kane, one touch, out his feet, finish, straight straight across the keeper, now chance. And, and that, that, that was that was what Silva did, you know, just kind of took a touch to set himself, didn't dawdle on it, didn't think about it too much, just but got a clean strike through the ball, put it in, put it in the keeper before he has even chance to chance to make a save. So it's, um, you know... They obviously paid a lot of money for him, and um, you know it'll be be a while to 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 see the proper return on on that investment. But that was a good glimpse of of, of what you know they've really seen in in Fabio and and why the the the, the paid so much money to bring him to the club. And you know if somebody can finish like that with that level headedness and take that forward and do that on a consistent basis, then. You know, yeah, yes, he's got flaws to, to his game that, that he very much needs to work on. But um, if you can put the ball in the back of the net, then uh, you can forge yourself a, a very, very decent career in the in the league. That that can be the case for him. It's a question coming from Jathan Nuder again. Oh, bloody! Uh, he loves a question. Mate loves a question. He says, he says, Joe, really enjoy your work. Um, he's put first, and then he put, uh, he's put. Uh, club comes in. In the summer for Fabio Silva for twenty-five million pounds, are you accepting it or declining it? Ooh, that's a tough question. Putting on the spot, Jason. Come on, mate. This Jason's a bit of a brown nose, oh, isn't he? Oh, always start, 
Always just stirring the, the pot, mate. Just is... stirring the pot. Just stirring the pot. So, you know, I've got to put the question to you, mate, because I said I'd read everything out from the peeps. What, what would you say? £25 million bid in from, a, from an unnamed club in the summer. What do you do? No, I don't think you would, would you? Oh, I like it. I like it. I no, like I don't think you... Yeah? No, I don't think you would because, you know, Fawson being these astute business people that, that mm. you know, that... Making a ten million pound loss on a player after one year wouldn't be wouldn't be in their remit. And whether you know one goal won't change everybody's mind, of course, and there'll still be you know a fair amount of people who are convinced that you know this guy isn't what what he's cracked out to be, and 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 that's fair enough. But yeah, I don't think you can take a, a ten million pound loss on a player after after one year, uh, Jason. <laughs> Well, thanks, Jacob, for that. Uh, keep the questions coming, mate. You might win that program one week. Um, what I would say, and uh, and I like and I like this, and I like, I like watching Fabio because you can see where's his heart on his sleeve, and you can see how much it means to him. Now, you know, he scores the goal. Wolves are still losing three two in the game. You see, your season striker score that goal. They just get back. They they go and probably run into the net. They don't even celebrate. They go and get the ball, and they run back to the semi centre circle. But he's he's. He's so excited to score because, and I don't mind that because that's what you want because every single goal and every single minute is key to him and key to the way that he's he's growing as a player. I think, and you know, even going to and getting interviewed afterwards post match, you know, they've lost the game. You can still see him buzzing really, and I don't blame him because these these are massively important goals. And I was going to come onto this later on, Joe, but I guess we can discuss it now. Is you know, you've got the whole. Fabio Silva and Jose situation. Oh, Jose actually played with Fabio Silva at some point in that game as well. I don't think they did too badly. And, and some might say that, that that Jose definitely adds something to the game that, that Fabio doesn't. However, if you're looking for a goal-scoring point of view, you know, you're a striker. End of the day, we and Jose had 11 appearances and not scored a goal yet. And 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 Fabio Silva, for all the, and Wolves haven't got anything invested in him. Fabio Silva is £30 million. He's on a long-term deal. And uh, he's probably going to be back up next season. I'm sure he will be back up next season to Raul or, or maybe even someone else if they get another striker in. But surely, surely now, with this run of games coming, you'd rather see Fabio Silva starting a game of football for Wolves than, than, than William. Or am I being too harsh? No, I'm completely in that boat. For me, there's, there is no debate. I think um, Silva should be starting there. And um, I do agree that I think... Taking him out of the spotlight benefited him, and I think he needed that time time away from the team. But equally, I'd be careful of not uh, de- demoralising him now because you know he, he's he's came on for several weeks. He's he's done the business. He's really kind of you know he's not really been able to do much more in the time that he's had, and then he's had a, a full half, you know, which is the most time he's had in a while. And he scored a very good goal and. Um, I think on the back of that, he deserves a start. Um, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me though, Joe. It would not surprise me no, one no. bit yeah. on Friday if we see the similar team with, with obviously Bolly being 100% being out with, with COVID. Uh, and we see four at the back and he goes for it. And they have the same thing where Pedence, we don't know how long Pedence is going to be available for, but it could be another 45 minutes. Fabio knows he's coming on at half time. And we see the same kind of scenario as we saw last night from an attacking point of view. That would not surprise me one bit. Yeah, I know. But if, if, if it was me, uh, and mm. it, it definitely won't be me. But, 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 <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'd have to, there'd be a few people turning down that job before it was you, mate. <laughs> but but it's, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be starting him. And um, I just think, yeah, as, as a young lad, he's 
he, he, I like his character. I like, I like the way he goes about things. I mean, he, he said after the game that amazing feelings boosted his confidence. Kind of saying, you know, the people who are basically, you know, his detractors, uh, you know, they can say what they want. So, you know, that that's not important to me. What's important to me is he's working hard, keeping my head down, and helping the team. And I just think he's, I, I like, I like his attitude. I like his. Um, you know, it, it, it's been a it's been a tough season for him, and the 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 weight of the price tag was never going to be easy to to, to carry. Um, but as we say, you know, through it all, and, and and I mean, I've called spades spades. I think he's had some really poor games, and you know, we've said before, I think he probably needs to bulk up significantly over the summer, really. But I don't think he'll be oblivious to those things either. It, it, it's um, he's got himself three goals and he could actually be once the season is all said and done he could actually be Wolves' top scorer or if not second or third so um, yeah he's not perfect by any means but um, for me he's the better option of the two at the minute no no and and like you said he's confident he's he's a little bit a little bit a little bit cocky, a little bit brash, and, and that's yeah. what you want. You want that's what you want to be as a striker. I'd rather have that than some kind of introvert who's not saying boo to a goose. And you know, like you say, he's, he calls out the detractor. They could say what they want, and that's that's fair enough. And these idiots and prats and and, and douchebags who at Fabio Silva or when he puts it in, and you know, you see the comments below from when he's saying ready for game day and they're just having a go. I mean, they'll be the first ones to tap him on the back, going, "Oh, can I have a picture, mate? Can I have yeah. a picture? Love you, love you, Fabio. Always loved you. Always supported you. Get lost, mate. Get lost. He's doing a good job, you know." And he's gonna have he's gonna have good days. He's gonna have bad days. But end of the day, there's definite improvements there, and I, I agree wholeheartedly. As, as your pussy speaks, mate, I think there he, he, he uh, does. He, he's opened the door. He's walked in. He said hello. Love it. And well, he's he's a Fabio Silva backer as well. So it'd be he, good he to see him, mate. It'd be good to see him. Good to see him on, on Friday night. I think it'll give the club a buzz. Um, and I think he's an opportunity. Right. So that's Fabio Silva, the good. Uh, there, was, there was a lot more to. To discuss later on, so we've kind of got round to that as well. But um, wow, it's, it, honestly, it sounds like it sounds like one of those remote control, old school teddy bears, like a teddy rookspin, oh, yeah. like a teddy rookspin back in the day, mate. That cat it looks like it's saying something. It's you know, like you've pressed the kind of cord at the back and it's coming yeah. out with something. Oh, like like I love you, one of one of those ones. One of those ones, mate. But I love you yeah. too, mate. I love you too. <laughs> uh, Adama Traore, I mean, incredible scenes, first assist of the season. It was. It was Wasn't first. It? It, yeah, it, yeah, it was. And um, not a bad way to do it, though. No, very good one at that. And um, you know, I think that was a moment that really only he could have come up with. That yeah. that is that is him in a nutshell when he's at his best. And um, it's something we haven't really seen enough of. Um, it's not all, all all been his problem as we've discussed in the past because he has created opportunities. Hasn't really had a, a, a top striker to feed off, but. He, he he does need to do more of that as well. It's not just you know the the problem is the other people. He he has you know the the onus has has been on him too. But goes past goes past one two three gets to the byline weaker left foot as well. It's it's worth saying and uh, puts it on a puts it on the plate for Dendonka to finish and um, yeah. The, hopefully he can have a better end to the season. I mean everybody. Has got different kind of points to prove, and not you know, and, and nobody's exempt from it. But hopefully, he's a mission from the Spain squad for the for the last international break has kind of lit a bit of a fire under him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if he if he turns on the style for these last eight games now, he could he could end up going away with Spain in the summer. So um, 
you know, the, there is a point to prove there. And um, yeah, he's, he's kind of contract situation and everything at Wolves we've discussed a lot, lots of times, but there is a clear incentive there, and hopefully Wolves can can benefit from that in the uh, in the last few games. Yeah, it was, it was a brilliant piece of individual skill, and that's kind of the Adam Matrari that we know he can do. Um, I mean, you could talk about Adam Matrari, the good, bad, and the ugly. He could have his own section of all three, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. But uh, he was he was in the good, uh, and and look, let's let's hope he can build on that and and finish the season strongly. Uh, I, I say the one piece of individual brilliance. Uh, there, were, there were two on the night. Uh, the other one being Jesse Lingard. However, uh, he was helped uh, incredibly by uh, Wolves midfield and defence that were literally all at sea. Uh, brings me to the bad. Uh, I mean, look, I've, I've got Cody slash Sace um, as the bad, but it could be a number of players with that defence. They were pulled apart. And let's be honest, apart from Rui Patricio's save, well, forget that really, an absolute stunning save where he palmed that ball onto onto the post from Mantonio early on. This, this could have been four, five or six at one point. It looked like a procession and... If they're going to play four at the back, whether you need to, um, whether they're good enough, the actual individual players that Wolves have got at their disposal to play four at the back, I'm not, I'm not so sure. I think four at the back is the future, but you've got to have the right players and the right quality to to be able to pull that off. And at this moment in time, it's not looking like that, especially when you're losing the likes of, you know, Willy Bolly and and Johnny. Uh, Interesting whether that would have meant that they were going to go to a three, a back three or a back four. I think he might have gone to a back four regardless. I think he maybe had Johnny at left and, and Bolly maybe alongside Cody with size on the bench. So I think that maybe the four would have been uh, the way to go regardless. But of course, you, and, you, and you're going to be weaker with, without those two players. But, but oh goodness me, Joe, it was, uh, I couldn't even watch at times. It was embarrassing. The problem is with the four at the back system... And I do agree, it could be something really good in the long run. But you've got you've got essentially four players there. So you've got Jose, who was the starter, Traore, Neto and Pedence. Mm-hmm. You've got four players who aren't going to track back. Yeah. Es- essentially, you know, they're, they're going to be asked to pretty much stay in the opposition half or kind of loiter around the halfway line when, when your kind of backs are against the wall. Mm. So... You really need huge legs in midfield, you know. Uh, you know, off the top of my head, uh, somebody who gets about the pitch like a Kante, really. Mm. You know, if you if you're going to play a midfield two, you need somebody who, who is a real engine room. Yeah, Wolves don't really have that. I mean, Dendonka can be, but we know he doesn't cover the ground very quickly, as as we saw last night. And Neves as well. That isn't really his game. We, you want to get him on the ball. Off the ball, he has improved, but he's not. Mm. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's not, you know, exactly Usain Bolt or anything like that either. So, so you've got that problem, and then you've got fullbacks in Samado and Eight Nuri, who, having played the three, then the four, then the three, then the four, I think they're getting caught in two minds, and I think Eight Nuri in particular, having not played a lot of football for a while because of Johnny being back in. Was still playing like a wing back, mm-hmm. so so you've got I knew he's still playing like a wing back. You've got two midfielders who are being overrun and aren't the quickest anyway. And yes, Sace and Cody were, you know, were way off it. But equally, you know, even with that those ingredients there, if you put two top right centre halves there and you've got mm-hmm. wing backs, uh, full backs playing like wing backs and midfielders that are being overrun. 
you're, gonna, you're inviting trouble anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, I can see why they, why they want to do it. And I can see why there's appeal for it in the long term. But for me, it's got to be scrapped until the summer. Until, until they buy players to cater for that system properly. At the moment, for me, they haven't got they haven't got the the right bodies to do it. And ultimately, every player that Wolves have signed in three four years has been signed with a three at the back, four in midfield, maybe five, you know, in mind, and um, not with a four. And and I just think, um, you know, yes, they create more chances. They they're a bit more free flowing, but it's because they've got four players who aren't defending. That 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 you know that that should be a prerequisite, really. But you've got to make sure you've got the bodies behind them if you're going to do that. And I don't think at, at the minute Wolves have got that adequate cover to make sure they win enough games playing that system. They're always going to lead goals for me playing the four at the minute. Could you make an argument to okay? Let's just get this out of the way. Let's just get to forty points. Let's get to thirty-eight, thirty-nine points. We're okay. We need to get a couple more wins. What are they on now? Thirty-four? Is it now? Thirty. Thirty-five? No, thirty. What? What are they on? They're on thirty-five points. They're on thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, three more points, and and, and they should be fine. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight is fine. But let's say four. Let's say it's a forty. So they need they need six more, five more points. So so two more wins or two wins. You know, winning two draws will get them there. Um, what about saying okay? Let's just go safety. Let's go to let, let's let's grind some results out. A bit like they did when they were in trouble. You know, on the FA Cup Southampton time when they they got was it Leicester they got Leicester they got a draw um, yeah they won at Southampton they won Arsenal. against Arsenal didn't they so they got they, they got over the line going back to what they what they knew what's to say that let's say of the next three games okay let's go back to a back five and Willie Boyle's not going to be available on Friday but hopefully will be available the following week against Sheffield United. Fulham playing for their lives. Let's just go. Let's bring Kilman in or bring Dendonka back into the into the back. One way or the other, they go to a back three. Grind out a draw or a win. Get the result against Sheffield United and then go to a four because you're safe. You're good to go, providing they beat Sheffield United. You're not going anywhere. Play a four then because you're going to win a couple of games. You might lose a couple of games. But for me as a fan, if you're 40 points, you're not going down and I've got five games left of the season... And let's say Raul's coming back at some point as well. I'd rather see some games like last night a little bit. I'm not saying the goals, but you know the goals conceded, but something a bit more attacking and a little bit more things to get excited about. Because for all Wolves were, were, were atrocious at the back, they're actually very exciting. Even when they were two or three nil down, Wolves looked attacking. They looked like they were going to score goals, and I actually thought they were going to draw three three last night. I'd rather see those type of games between now and the end of the season, once they are safe, playing that back four, than, than just resorting to a back three and grinding out the season to 43 points? Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the four at the minute. I, I, I'm not. And um, You're not a fan of the, of the, of the four as a formation? No, or the fan I'm of not, the personnel that are I'm not a there? fan of the personnel in it, but equally, like, I, I think I have mentioned it before, like, I'm not so sold that it's this holy grail I think either way they've got to sign players I think the crux of it is improving the team they, they just need players regardless I, 
don't know if there's a little bit too much focus on on what system it might be. I mean, West Ham played a, a free at the back last night, mm. and 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 they've played a free at the back for um, for large parts of the season, and they've been brilliant. You know, teams play quite regularly and and, and have success, and I just. If it was going to a four at the back and playing a four in midfield as well and then two up front, then I'd be a little bit more swayed. Mm. You know, if you if you had a just say in the long run you've got a you've got to fit Jimenez back, you get another striker in, say, over the summer, or you 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 know, you say, Oh well we'll play Silver alongside Jimenez, see what he's about, maybe. Then you've got uh, an Adama playing as a right midfielder, which he is really, as a right midfielder in a four. That's his position, really. Mm-hmm. And then Neto on the other side, two proper midfielders. I'd be like, oh, yeah, the, you know, Wolves could be a proper team here. Because mm-hmm. we saw the 4-4-2 in the second half last night. They can kind of do it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, changing from a 3-4-3 to a 4-3-3, I, I don't know. I, I, it... The, it's a big decision for them to make, and it, it comes down to getting a proper left back now over the summer, which is a which is a big blow because of Johnny's injury. Mm-hmm. They've got to get a proper energetic midfielder and somebody who's a snotter, somebody who's got a bit a bit, bit of edge about him, and he'll take a booking, he'll, he'll mm. you know, and he'll 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 maybe end up getting suspended maybe for one because of picking up so many bookings, but. Over the course of the season, I think that kind of you know evens itself out. They, they, I don't think they should persist personally with what, in my view, is a is is a is a a deeply exposed kind of flawed system at the minute. That that four, I think the the the, the flaws of it are clear to see. Uh, I, I, I think every 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 game that they kind of played, you've just thought this isn't for them. Not now. It can be in the future, but I don't think it is for now. And um, so, if they really believe in it, if they really think it's the way to go, and that that's the next step of Wolves' evolution, and that's the new solution, as as new as new, I might say. I saw the slipping solutions last night in his first yeah. match. I always cringe when I hear that. When I'm trying to edit the fans, I'm like solution. I'm like, oh no, oh but, no. Um. So, but if if that's what they believe in, then properly. Sign players for that system in the summer, but for now, I don't think it's worth shoehorning because even if they try and do it now and ahead of doing it in the long run, I don't think the current personnel are the best personnel to do that system moving forward. So I don't even think it stands you in fantastic stead for next season, really. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I think I think they've just got to stick to what they know. Uh, and I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's four four at the back is the only way to play good football. They've got to find a way for me to to play good football in a free because West Ham have done it and done it all season. You know, I, I just think yeah, they, they've uh, there's stuff to work on, but I don't think it's four at the back or nothing. It's just about getting a better way out the free, and and that's the system they know and what they've worked on. I mean, Nelson Semedo, to me, looks like confused.com when he's, when he's playing. <laughs> Honestly, he does like... I, I don't I, I don't get it. It doesn't seem particularly quick to me. Um, he doesn't really go on the overlap. I'm not sure there's a right wing back. Right back, he's getting pulled pillar to post. Sometimes he's caught out wide. Sometimes he's getting t- told to come inside. Doesn't... I don't know. I, I just... 
I'm not seeing it at the moment. I really am not. And I know he's had a couple of better games, but there's no... I don't feel like, you know, there's any protection there whatsoever from the centre-backs that they are playing a four. It just feels like they're getting rinsed on the outside and they're just coming in and they're just attacking at will. I mean, we'll talk about Johnny in a minute. We're going to come on to him, but... If he's going to be your right-back next season slash right-wing-back, he's going to have to improve remarkably for me. Yeah, and he's got a... He's got a... He's got a... Uh, again, uh, he, he had a decent patch... A couple of months back, but I think large spells of the season have been hugely underwhelming, and um, you know, twenty-seven million and uh, and and the rest. You know, he's not looked like that that, that type of player, and um, you know, it, 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 I don't think he's got a goal or an, an assist either. I don't think. You know, I know that's not what right backs are necessarily bought to do, but you know, when Doherty did it so regularly, then you'd, you'd at least at least like one or two. Um, so he hasn't done it. He hasn't really done it defensively. He get he gets forward and he offers bits and bobs, but never really to great effect. You know, he, he's pretty anonymous going forward last night. I actually thought I knew he looked the better of the two going mm. forward. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I knew he's just so kind of suspect defensively. He just almost kind of abandons his defensive duties at times. He almost just forgets that he's a defender, <laughs> which well, is a bit look like a different player with that haircut that he's had. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Um, I, I, do, I think Nate Newey has got a bit about him, but yeah, I, he, he's, he's certainly not a, a left back in a four yet because he, when he plays there, he still plays like he's, he's a left wing back with, well, the license of a, of a winger almost. Yeah, he, he needs to remember that he's got to defend, really. Yeah, and and that brings us really on to the decision all we're going to have to make in the summer because, uh, as everybody knows now, the devastating blow with Johnny. I mean, we just wish him so you know so well. Absolutely gutting for for one of the re- really good guys in this football club. Um, never ever have a bad word to say about him. I think it's been one of the biggest success stories under the radar that Nuno's had really um, as 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 Wolves manager, bringing him to the club, and uh, he's been sensational. And to to come back. The, the long road to recovery to come back to play the six to seven games and then for that to happen to to rupture his ACL and and his MCL you know in in the same knee is absolutely gutting for the lad and um, I said in a tweet yesterday it's going to be a mental journey as much as a physical one for him now um, there's obviously a weakness there there will be a weakness there can he come back from it yes is it a definite certainty probably not because you don't know how someone's going to come back from that. Um, but you know, if anyone is going to do that, it'll be Johnny. From a being slightly um, um, direct from a Wolves' point of view, moving on to where they're going to be next season, it's going to be without Johnny for the majority of the campaign. So there's question marks now on someone who you think, okay, well, he's your left back next season. Done. We need a. We need a centre midfielder, we need a centre defender, we probably need a striker, we might need one other, you know, or, or you know, an attacking midfielder. Now they need a left back, don't they? Because for me, you can't have Ryan Nori, and there's no guarantee they're going to have an option there anyway, that they're going to spend £16 million or whatever, they might be negotiable. As your number one next year, do you bring back Ruben Vinagra? I don't think you can have Vinagra and Nori as, you, as your two, and Marcel, who's, you know, I mean, he's a the hospital a lot more than he is at the training ground. You can't have that situation if you're going to contend for European places next year. So surely you've got to go and buy, don't you? Or get a loan in. 
you know, but alone of someone who's absolutely 100% a starter, who's played Premier League football to a high level in a good side, because uh, at this moment in time, I don't know where they're going to go with it. They've got to get someone, yeah. Uh, whether, they, whether they sign out Nuri, they can't just sign out Nuri. Um, and then... Or, or bring back Vinagre and just settle for that. It's it's got to be one of Vinagre and Ait Nuri and someone else. Um, I wonder with someone like Ait Nuri next year whether they bring him back and they'll try and rather than spending money on these players, which they won't want to do, they don't want to spend ten million quid on these players. You know, I mean, Jose, I'm not sure whether they're going to take the option up. But year and you know, we spoke a length about him and we saw him a little bit last night, but only for. a very fleeting. We thought when Moutinho wasn't going to play, that maybe he play, plays uh, Vitinha, but he's he's still not close to the starting lineup. You look at Nuri and you think there's definite issues there. Whether they may be, just to, to bulk a squad out next season, Joe, for these players to be on the bench, try and negotiate another loan for them for a season with maybe just a you know a, a fee of a couple of million quid each or something with the clubs, rather than out you know bringing in them for for big money if they want to i don't mind these players being on the bench but you don't want them starting this moment in time next season do you no and that, that's a good point that's a good point i mean maybe maybe there is the the scab scab to do that as well but um yeah i'd i'd like to see um somebody you know it, because we we've johnny being out now somebody of just a some some sort of pedigree and not somebody who the the necessarily need to break the bank for because I think that you know ne- ultimately you know centre half is, is is probably the biggest one you know and if you've got to dedicate most of your budget to that then 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 do that but um you know get somebody of, of an established nature who's played in I don't know Serie A for a number of years or has played in La Liga for a number of years or just some something like that without necessarily having to to break the bank or get somebody who's a bit maybe a bit over the hill you know we've 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 all the best you know willing the world to to Marcel I mean because he's he's had a bad injury record and it's carried on at Wolves they can't afford to do that again what about someone like Maitland Niles I think one of the one of the players mentions that one of the players one of the one of the people who asked questions today I know he's obviously predominantly a right wing back slash centre midfield but he, he can play at left wing back as well um, when when needed um, if you're going to bring that and look to have someone in centre midfield eventually when when things come come back to plan is, isn't that the type of guy I mean he's you know he's gone to West Brom he's done pretty well um, he's played plenty of Premier League games mm. when I'm an FA Cup final for, for instance or do you think that's not the kind of player I'm not so for? sure I'd like a specialist left footer if possible yeah. Because I mean, even Johnny wasn't your specialist left footer, mm. and I know I think Vinagre is technically left footed, but he's not somebody who's going to whip in crosses and no. be, you know, they need. A... But <laughs> Barry, get Barry yeah, well, back, Barry, Barry, Barry. Not, not, not Barry himself, but a player like Barry, and and I think this is, again, I don't want to keep treading old ground, but I think this is a bit of a common theme here that is emerging, mm. that Wolves have kind of. Let go of players over the past few years. They're really getting players in that really do what they do. Mm. So, you know, Douglas, set piece, mm. crosses, mm. corners. Yeah, he wasn't the quickest and he probably wasn't good enough for the Premier League. I mean, he, he, you know, he's playing in the Championship now. Leeds decided he wasn't good enough for the Premier League either. Mm. But somebody of that nature, a Ryan Bennett kind of centre half, will just kick anything that, that he sees. That hasn't been kind of replaced. A, a big physical specimen in the middle of the park like Alfred Enjoy, that was never really kind of... You know, There are little 
while they they might not seem huge on the face of it, so they've, kind of, they've, they've kind of built up over time that these little gaps in the team haven't ever really been filled again. Mm. And um, if they are to g- get a left left back slash left wing back in the summer, which I think they've got to do now, get a specialist left footer, somebody who has a bit of a bit of experience. And if you have the question marks over Samado still, you know if he if he's if he's coming to this time next year, and he's still not done it, once Johnny's back, maybe play him on his natural side. Mm. You know what I mean? Because Johnny's still contracted till twenty twenty five. He's going to be here regardless. Mm. You know, maybe you have a natural right footer and a natural left footer. I, I, I don't know. It's um, for me. I think yeah. Rather than getting somebody who's a centre mid or. Okay, I've got, I, one, I've got one for you, Joe. I've got yeah. one for you. So guess, guess the player. Okay, see if you think any. I'll try, try and guess him, okay? Okay. Uh, plays in um, a bottom bottom half club. Bottom left, half club. Left back can get forward, but left back. 27 years old. Mm-hmm. Former Leeds United player. Formally. England under 19 international. Former. God. Very, very steady Eddie, but someone I think would would definitely help and, and replace Johnny for certain. But twenty seven, not a bad age. Go on, Charlie Taylor, Burnley. Ah, uh, it's it's not a it's not a sexy name by it's any means. It's not a sexy name. It's but, not but, a sexy name. But do we? Do but we it doesn't to have to be. No, no. Who's played Premier League? Who's who's you know defensive minded, but can get forward, can assist, plenty of assists. And, uh, and and knows you know yeah. knows the Premier League football. He knows if he's going to go away, they're not going to not going to get bullied. The kind of same mould out of Johnny. You're not going. I mean, you know, similar height, five foot eight, five foot nine. You know, but he gets about. He's got that experience. Do Wolves need to start looking at these type of players now, think- rather than going to the continent and getting you know no names, hoping that that someone will will come and, and be brilliant out out of it. I think now. They might need to look at these type of players. They might need to look at, okay, Yakuzu from from West Brom, you know, who's on loan at the moment, and these type of players. If they're looking for a snotter in in, in defensive centre midfield, people who are doing very very well, playing at this level, who know what it takes to play at this level, and are doing well. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be would have been wouldn't have been my first name, but Ryan Bennett would have never been my first name either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when I to be honest, when I'd seen Bennett play for Norwich, I didn't think much of him. I didn't think he was very good. But they got him on a free transfer, and he was a revelation. He was fantastic, you know, for for three years. So yeah, I, I'd. Um, it's got to be it, tame. It's got to be affordable players as well, because we're yeah. going to break the bank for these players. But I don't think these kind of players you'd have to break the bank too much for. No, and 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 you know, these the kind of players that are kind of doing doing a job. They're doing well. All, all, all across all across the Premier League, mm. you know. Mm. I just think, yeah, if. It's there's almost been you know a refusal to go domestic, um, or even if it's taking somebody who's done well in the championship, you know, that's kind of top half of the championship, and maybe giving them a, giving them a go, you know, I, yeah, I, I think um, you know while some may think we're absolutely crazy for suggesting that idea. I don't think it's yeah. I, I wouldn't r- rule it out because. Wolves need a bit of bit of proven experience at that position. I think what happened with Vinagra and what's happening currently right now with Ain't is is showing that really. Just get a steady Eddie in, you know, fair, fairly kind of, you know, modest price, 
I, I think that you know they could do a could do a lot worse. Um, I'll give you another one as well from Jathan, and he says um, he says even though he started on fire for this club and has now found himself on the bench, if Wolves are looking for a, an affordable attacking midfielder in the summer, would you go in for someone like Ross Barkley? Well, it was someone when he went to Villa on loan last summer that I thought, well, I would have took taken him. You know, well, I think at the time I think we mentioned, oh, would have would have taken somebody like Loftus Cheek as well. So, you know, even if it's somebody from a yeah, from like a from a from a Chelsea or from a from a Man City that isn't getting game time, and you know, whether they can get go down that road or what an emerging youngster that they want to get it. I mean, look at say Tariq Lamptey who, who went to Brighton, wasn't really doing much at Chelsea, went went to Brighton was. Before his injury was fantastic. Yeah, so, before it was, yeah. So, so I, I think that's certainly a route that they've got to look at. Yeah. I think that I think in that position, given everything that's happened, I think they could really do with some proven Premier League experience. Yeah, and and look, it's it's a massive year for this football club, as we've said, Joe. Uh, next year, if they can hold on to some of their assets, they're going to probably only be able to hold on to them for one more season and see what they do. So you can't be waiting and waiting and waiting. And for me, you've got to kind of rule Johnny out for next season now as well. Now, we hope he comes back at some point. But at the same time, if you're going to bring a player in, you want a player who's who's injury-free at this moment in time, who hasn't had too many long-term injuries in his career, and can play in that position. So that, that's why I think you've got to do it. You've got to look at it. And, and if Johnny doesn't come back, you've got to have a player ready to go as well. You know, two cruciates is difficult to come back from. Um... Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, a, there's a handful of players who have done. Uh, I was doing a little bit about uh, a little bit of research about it earlier on. I think Falcao came back from it. He's come back from three actually, um, from from past memory. Uh, Alan Shearer yeah. came back. He's had two. He came back from um, from it. Uh, a guy who I've mentioned as as a as a, as a man back in the borough days, Matthew Bates had three cruciates. He did his left, he did his right, and then he did his left again. And came back and had a decent Premier League career, but there's not too many. There's not too many, but they can come back. But you've got to you've got to start planning now, um, because there is a weakness there that, that, that just naturally with the body physically there will be a weakness there in the ACL um, that you don't see him for potentially another season, because it's gonna the whole coming back and making sure. And if you've got someone playing in that position, you're not going to rush this guy back because you know he's on a long-term contract now. Um, he signed that new deal. Um, you've got to make sure he's 100%. I think, I think they're going to have to spend money. I think they're going to have to get a player, but someone who is attainable. And there are players out there who are gettable, Joe. Well, I've, I've just looked, looked one up here. Mm. Um, he's out of contract at Palace in the summer. Um, Patrick Van Arnold. Go get him! Go no, get like, him. Like he might have something lined up. There's probably a reason why he's why he's stalled on a new deal at Palace. But somebody of that ilk, oh, you know I what I mean? Buzz off that. That, uh, that would be fabulous. And then you uh, can and you can and you can play. You can play. Oh mate, you've got me going now. PGA <laughs> on his way. <laughs> but he's played in a four. He's played in a five. You know what I mean? He's a natural left footer. Four goals. Can, knows the can get League. forward. Can take a set piece. You know. I mean. As I say, there's pro- there's probably a reason why mm. that's he-, he might have something else lined up, but you know, it, I would take him at Wolves. You know, especially in the current climate. You know, I, I, if you could get get him on a free transfer, pff, I, I know he's thirty, but he'd, he'd do a job for a couple of years at least. I like that, Joe. I think maybe we need to get on the phone to, uh, to Jeff 
Um, uh, jiggle Jeff and uh, see what he's got to say. Maybe you could get a little, a little deal going, mate, to be fair. I quite like that. I'll, I'll, I'll take a cut. I'll yeah. take a cut of the uh, signing on fee. <laughs> Shall we answer some questions? I don't know yeah, come on. Podcast off. I've, uh, let's have a little 47 minutes, goodness me. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Right. <laughs> Smash it on. Okay, here we go. Um, 30 seconds or less. Mark, what's wrong with Duncan Neves? Um, I, I just... I think we kind of covered it. The, 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 neither of them are the quickest across the ground. I mean, Dendonka was really bad in the first 10-15. Just if if they can't catch him, then kick him. I think that's that's the policy that they need to adopt. Be a bit more rough. Uh, Paul says, uh, is pace an overvalued attribute in general? Surely the primary job of any defender is to be able to defend, and that is a minimum requirement. No, I, 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 get, I get what you I get the points, but I think pace is is more important than ever. I mean, even at bloody lower levels of the game, I mean, Sunday League, I mean, I, I have no pace at all and I struggle. I scored a bloody arm goal the other day. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, no, you need you need some bit of pace or you've got to you've got to read the game expertly. You've got to be a brilliant reader of the game. But, yeah, pace is hugely important. Or if you haven't got pace, make sure you've got players around you that have got pace. King Wolf says, um, shout out to the Wolves women. Um, look, a great penalty shootout win over Forest, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> couldn't help but feel feel happy for them because they've had such a tough couple of months. Then got that game against Forest, and, you know, by all accounts, were on top for all the game, ended up going to penalties. Would, You know, Dan, Dan McNamara said it would have been a travesty and they'd not gone through and they, they did the business on the pe- on penalties. So they've got Watford in the uh, in the next round uh, this coming weekend. And um, yeah, they're, they're just obviously happy to be playing football again, but, you know, they're flying the flag for Wolves and, um, you know, they've came on leaps and bounds over the past few years and, um, you know, they're mixing it up against proper clubs in the, in, in the FA Cup and... Um, you know, it just shows where where the women's game is going at, at Wolves, and uh, that, that's up. Yeah, Steve says, and um, quite a few people say um, they, they want Silver and Bajoso, and they've talked about that. They want to see Vitiu in midfield, Donk replacing Sice at the back, or put Kilman in. A lot of people asking, what's Kilman done wrong? Um, can mm-hmm. you see Max Kilman getting a, a recall? I mean, I, I assume if they did go back to a back a back three, then then he would have he would have a great chance at Fulham. I'd play him at Fulham. I'd, I'd play him in a back three. I think I've touched on it again a few weeks ago, but I I, I think they, they need to forget that Dendonka can play in defence. Mm. <laughs> need to just forget that. I think he, he you know if if they're going to try him in midfield and believe in him as a midfielder, play him as a midfielder. Stop mm. stop playing him as a defender. I, I think he, I think he does. I think it's been I think it's been a little bit harmful to him in the long run. I, I don't think he really knows what he is, mm. and um, yeah. Well, versatility is, versatility is good and sometimes your hand is forced. If you've got a centre-half like Kilman, who's always been pretty good whenever called upon, never really let Wolves down, you know, I'd, t- I'd take him out at, at, at the back half of Dendonka, uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, so what's the news on Marcel? It's, the news is that pretty much there's now news, I don't think. Um, nothing... Mentioned about him last Friday by Nuno when he was talking about obviously Pedence and you know Moutinho and then obviously what's come to be with uh, Bolly and his COVID. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think it's just more of the same. To be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any major movement there at, at the minute. 
Uh, Jackie says, we'll be interesting to hear from uh, the guy you had on before. Sorry, I forgot his name about Johnny and his re-injury. Yeah, Paul Darby came on. I was with yeah. quite, quite a few. Um, uh, well, probably about, I think it, about would it have been when now. Would it be when Johnny did it last time? Or yeah, I think did, we've had a couple of other injuries since did, as well. Did we have him with Jimenez Bo- as well? Bolly, I think we didn't have Jimenez. We had him with Bolly as well. Bolly. Uh, so, yeah, we'll try and get Paul back on. So, good shout, Jackie, and uh, try and get him to... To talk about the ACL and also having it uh, injuring it a second time, it'll probably be good to take from the expert rather than us two chumps. <laughs> I agree. Um, bah, 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 bah. What else have we got in here? Ronan Gibbons says, uh, "Would you take Aki from Manchester City? Is it a realistic signing? Also, in a back four, would you try and convert Cody back to a central defensive midfielder so we still have a leader on the pitch?" Um. I'd like okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll take okay. For the money, I mean, the money he'll be on at Manchester City after a, what was it forty million pound transfer would be astonishing. Yeah. There's no way Wolves will pay those wages or probably pay that kind of money to get him. I wouldn't have thought. I'd imagine he'll stay at City. I know he's not played a lot of football this season, but I mean, he's he's been kept out of the team by you know Ruben Diaz, who obviously, as we know, is brilliant, and and Stones, who's had this. You know, career reemergence, and they are getting rid of uh, Garcia, aren't they? That I think that's his name, Eric Garcia. He's, he's going to Barcelona, isn't he, in the summer? Mm-hmm. So they're losing a the centre half. So I don't think Ake will be anybody that they'll look to part with. I think he's central to their plans still. Yeah, well, they've still got Laporte and a few others who can play in that position as well. So yeah, just... and um, in terms of. Um, Cody, I've said it before. He's a defender now. I mean, we we had question marks over him as a defensive midfielder in the championship, and I, I don't think it's worth really looking at as um as, as him playing as a defensive midfielder in the Premier League. He's he's a centre half now. Mm. Uh, Northern Wolf, I've been a fan of trying to get the back four option to help us be more creative. Last night we showed it helps in a sense, but we currently we are woefully short at the back with. Only one top centre back with one top centre back brought in. I'd stick with a back four next season. Would you? Well, I don't know if one top quality centre back, if you go to a back four, is enough. Mm-hmm. Because Willy Bolly and Romain Sace have both helped Morocco and Egypt to the Africa Cup of Nations. You know, say both of them go quite far in the tournament, which you'd imagine they will, because you think of Morocco and Ivory Coast as, as among the top African nations. Mm-hmm. You know they'll be away for the, for for a month in in between you know January and February. I think the tournament ends on like February the sixth, but you'd imagine they probably need a week afterwards as well. So they'd miss about the best part of six weeks if both those teams go far. Um, and then so at the minute that leaves you with Cody and Kilman. Um, so you know whether whether they need just one or they need two because even regardless of the um, of the of the African Cup of Nations, Bolly has missed a lot of football this season through various niggles as well. He's, he, you know, he's had a pretty rough time with injuries. I mean, you know, what, can can you really rely on him to, to to stay fit for the rest of the season? Can you rely on anyone to stay fit for for the whole of the season? Maybe that's the big lesson out of all of this that they've had a small squad and it's been kind of resting upon everybody staying fit for the whole season and injuries are finally caught up with them. So. Whether they need one, maybe maybe there's an argument to say they need two, to be honest. Dave Ossel says, I noticed that the game against Fulham as a potential six-pointer many weeks ago. Uh, are we now downplaying the importance of these Friday's game to help our own mental sanity? Uh, <laughs> look, I mean, 
If Fulham beat Wolves on Friday night, the gap would be six points. That, now, that would be still a big gap and there would be teams in between them. And, and Fulham have played a game more. It's I, worth. Don't, I don't, for the life of me, think Wolves will be in trouble. But I can understand there's a few people getting squeaky bum time. If Wolves... I would, it's definitely not a six-pointer. Absolutely not a six-pointer. No, it might be not. more like a four-pointer. As <laughs> in, it would be nice for it's, it's a must-win for Fulham, and I think for for Wolves, a draw wouldn't be a bad result. So maybe more of a four-pointer, but definitely not a six-pointer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as as much as it would be, you know, a, a pretty, it wouldn't be anything shouting the rooftops about. But if the if if it ended one-one, mm. you know. And I'm oh, thinking, it's, be, so, it's so ended one one. But you know what I mean. Uh, it's um, yeah. I, I I don't think it's a six pointer now, but it, it it is an important game, and there is definitely an onus on bloody starting better than they did against West Ham. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, Brad says a uh, big plus for me last night was Ike Nori. I think he might be worth a, a permanent deal. Uh, and Matic CG says. Does Johnny's injury might mean that Agnori stays, or do we see Vinagra back after his European tour? That, well, they've got to make a decision as to which one of those players they want. But as I say, I think they've got to get a, an experienced, proven Premier League head. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, go back to him, but Van Arnold would be same for me. Whether he's available, I'm not not too sure. That's just a name I've kind of plucked off the top of my head, but. Every time I've watched him against Wolves, I thought he's done a good job. He, he, he's 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 played in the Premier League pretty much all his career. That that's the type of player I'd be looking at really, um, just to give give you a bit of stability in that position because with Johnny's injury and Vinagra, he ain't Nuri, whether it's somebody else from the continent, you don't really know what you're getting for sure. Mm. I think you've got to try and just. You know, limit 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 the risk really, and um, try and just get somebody who's a who's more of a steady Eddie. Just reading a little bit about Van Arnhold here, they're saying that it's a contract crisis that they're in with Van Arnhold, um, and that um, he's not signing a deal. And they're saying that Leeds United are front runners to sign him. So, well, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if 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 Leeds want to want to sign him, then why exactly. why can't why can't Wolves? You know what I mean? That I think that is the market of a player that they really should be in for. Mm. Um, no, Van yeah. Arnhold as well. I mean, let, let's not be stupid. You say come in for a couple of years. I mean, he's thirty years old. His agent and him will want one big last payday, so they'll want a four-year deal at thirty. They will do, and they'll want big money because that's that's how you and you can understand that. So it's whether Wolves can give them that deal. Um, I think he take. I think he take. I think he take three. I think he'd set free with it with, with an option. In the club's favour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna say some sort of gal jail free card, okay, okay. Uh, right. And of course he can play further up the pitch as well, you know, that's the thing. You need He can play up back. front, he can play in goal. Play all over it, Get him in, get him in. Um, Matt Kirby says if Semedo was on Wolves' favourite loan with an option to buy for ten million pounds, would we be taking up that option? We wouldn't, would we? He says. Good question. Yeah, I think it'd be a bit fifty-fifty to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would personally, but um, I, I just want to see him have some sort of kind of. Oh, he's had good games. I thought he was really good at Chelsea away, but he's got to just. He, he's got to do something. He's got to have a moment. I think mm-hmm. he's not had a moment yet in a wolf shirt where you thought, "Wow, that he he was brilliant." Yeah. 
he, he's had bad moments. He's had a fair few of them, but he's not had a real standout moment to say this is what you were buying, and um, yeah. that needs to that needs to come sooner rather than later, really. Simon Garner, how do we how did we get the only Brazilian striker who couldn't hit a barn door? Well, he, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a strange. I just don't. I just think some players aren't cut out for Premier League, um, and the last two players Wolves have signed from, well. The last two, yeah, just about. I think from the Liga uh, in Vallejo and um, Jose just haven't been right. I don't think. Um, and Italy. Uh, what, what is that? Oh, Katrina here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just no. He, he doesn't 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 really do it for me. Um, he has the, he at least had a couple of chances last night and got into a couple of decent areas. But that one in the second half just kind of summed it up for me. It was almost as if he was scared to shoot, and he was like, oh, "I don't really want this. Who else wants it?" Uh, and then that, that's it. Gone. You can't. You can't do that. You, you've got to be instinctive. And you look at his statistics, and he he, he only averaged a, a shot a game at at, at Sociedad at, at La Liga for the first half of the season. He, he's had. He's had good seasons previously, but I just do wonder whether he's just mm. kind of gone past his peak now. Dean Marsden, Rui has one year left on his contract. What's the chance of him being replaced this summer to avoid leaving on a free? Who's that, sorry? Rui Patricio. I don't think he'll leave in the summer now. No, I, I, I think, um, yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know if he's happy, and I think by all accounts he, he, he seems to be happy and um, Wolves are happy with him. Yeah, I don't think there's any any great need to go into that market. They might have to do something about Ruddy, um, but yeah, no, I don't envisage that. Uh, John Walters, there. The defense needs a complete overhaul. And I hate to say it, but I think Cody needs to go now. I don't, I don't, I don't think he needs to go. I don't think he needs to go. But I, I, they've got to do something there. They've got to do something. He, he, I, I just, I won't lose him quickly because he's the dressing room leader. And you've seen why he's with England. It's not just his it's not just his ability on the pitch, it's everything he brings off it and that leadership and those qualities. It, you know, these top professionals, I mean De- Declan Rice, who was you know, who is West Ham's captain, mm. he, he he says I'm I'm learning I'm learning from Cody, he's te- teaching me so much. So these are top professionals that are you know, speaking highly of Cody and they're doing so for a reason. Mm. Um but yeah, they've got to do something at the back, but I won't be quick to to get rid of Cody now. No way. Uh, Fred says, uh, "What's Kilman got to do to get a game at the moment? And can we send Willian back?" Um, I, I think they've got to play him against Fulham. Well, for for me anyway. Um, certainly ahead of Endonka uh, as 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 going into the defence. And Willian, well, he'll, he'll be here for the rest of the season. It's up to him to show a bit a bit more what he's about. I mean, it, to be honest, now it might. It might even be a bit late to, to, to earn a permanent deal. Um, but just maybe even just kind of, you know, do a job while he's here, restore a little bit of pride. Because that's what Nuno about that last week. And it's like, is this the time for these Lownies to really show you what they're about? And it's like, well, they've just got to help the team while they're here and we'll make the decisions in the summer. So maybe just get, get if he can get a couple of goals and just boost his boost his confidence a little bit, then fair play to him. But I, I don't think he's what, what Wolves need in the long term. Uh, Colonel Blanchett says, uh, "I hate losing games and defending as badly as we did yesterday. However, would you rather lose games playing attacking football, knowing over the course of a season you will actually win some win a game like yesterday? Surely it's better than the Chorley game, for example." Now I get that argument. I just can't think of how many games they've actually won in a four. 
Mm. I, I don't think they've won a great deal of games in a four. Um, I think they've stu- they're still winning a lot more games playing a three. Yeah, they're not pretty. Um, but I think if they would have played a four all season, I think they'd be in real danger. Mm. To be honest, mm. the, the way the way it is at the minute, they just concede far too many goals. And if you if you concede three goals in the game, which you know Wolves are in that system for me look pretty culpable of doing most weeks. You're never going to give yourselves a chance, mm. you know. You can the front four can do what they want and they can look as creative as they want, but unless they put away every chance, you're going to lose or you're going to draw games at best. So um, for me, I'd go back to the three even for the rest of the season. I think get as I say, West Ham have played a three and have played good football all season. It, playing a three doesn't mean you can't play good football because Wolves have done it in the past. Um, yeah. I'm just I'm not so sure that this four is the is this revolution and um, and and the holy grail that you know maybe maybe the grass isn't greener I don't know. Uh, last three questions, Joe. Last uh, third to last one. A Mars Music Show. The Euro final is England versus Portugal. All our selected players are starting. Who do you both support? Well, um, England all day long. It's got to be England, doesn't it? Yeah. Although I'll... I tell you what, I looked at the betting the other day. I'd rather be backing Portugal at ten to one to win the tournament than England at five to one favourites. Five to Are one they? favourites. Five to one favourites. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Mind you, international football isn't isn't what it was isn't what it was though, is it now? No. If no. It, if if England are the favourites, I mean, we were having this discussion amongst amongst us the other day, and like some were saying, "Oh, save gate and all this," and I was like, "Well." You've got Portugal just kind of scraping wins against Luxembourg and mm. Azerbaijan with their, with their squad. You know, France beating, drawing with Bosnia or something mm. like that and drawing U- Ukraine. It's like not, nobody's really pulling up any trees. No. I mean, in, England could go quite far by just being bang average, to well, be honest. Well, they kind of did that in the World Cup, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Steve so. Wiles, will we actually sign quality this summer instead of kids? Um, and... Uh, I think it's got to happen, hasn't it? It's got I to hope so. If, if, uh, if they sign three 19-year-olds for 50 million quid, there are going to be riots. Yeah, I, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think they're going to do it again. You know, Unless they, sign, unless they sign Harland. I'll, I'll take Harland. I'll take Harland. He'll get on the bench, mate. He'll get on the bench. <laughs> Jose will start ahead of him, but, but he can <laughs> have to take his time, bide his time. But the old 10 minutes from Harland here, there, mate, might, might be all right. Haaland, um, Bellingham, and Sancho triple sweep. Dortmund, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll that. If it's a, if it's those three youngsters, I could uh, live with that. It's a negative one to finish off, Joe. Is that okay? <laughs> Come on, yeah. Jonathan Hodge, do you think Nuno's failure to find solutions to our problems this season is showing that he's not a good as good a manager as people make him out to be? Tactically, he seems very naive and out of ideas. Ooh, ooh. Um, no, I think every manager has had their difficulties this season, and I think I was glad he got was able to see his family. I think think that will have boosted his spirits, and and I think that has weighed heavily on him. I, I think we've said even before when things were going well that there were little bits of new now that you know that the subs have always kind of little bit been something that you know you have kind of. Raised your eyebrows at you know on a number of occasions really mm. substitutes. I mean, the one last night really bringing on uh, Hoover for eight new in the in the ninetieth minute. Yeah, I mean, what's that I, about? I wasn't really aware of a, a knock to eight new. He might have done, but 
really, you know, if, if you're going to do that for the last few minutes, like maybe just stick on Otisewi just as as, as as a physical presence in mm. the box, mm. you know, and just, mm. oh, we, we're just going to lump balls in there and Otisewi's eye might, might help. But a like-for-like like change on the 90th minute like that, um, I think that is something that, you know, still lingers a bit. I, I, no manager's perfect, of course, I, I, but I don't think Nuno's a bad manager by any means. I think he's a fantastic manager and, you know, there's a, a very strong argument to say he might be one of the, you know, the best managers Wolves have ever had, you know. And, uh, well, he is one of the best managers Wolves have ever had. He's, but, a, um, he's a fantastic manager, Joe, who gets a pass for this season because of everything that's gone on. However, yeah. however if Wolves start badly next year and they're in the bottom five or six, seven or eight games in, there's absolutely no doubt whatsoever that he will be under serious pressure for his job. No managers are exempt from pressure, no, are they? No, it's a, it's a results business, and, and and he knows that as much as anyone. Of course he does. Um, right, Fulham. Let's move on, Fulham. Uh, before we get to Fulham, we'll hear from our amazing little sponsors when I get to the uh, queue. There we go. Um, it's Adoption at Heart. Um, adoption at Heart provides adoption services for the City of Wolverhampton Council, Warsaw Council, Dudley Borough Council, and Sandwell Children's Trust, and is encouraging those who are considering adoption to come forward and take the next step. The Black Country Agency is appealing for adopters who can give our children lots of individual time, understanding, ongoing support, and uh, are looking to recruit adopters from within a diverse section of the community, irrespective of gender, sexual orientation, disability, race, or faith. To start your adoption journey, or to find out more, why not book onto our next virtual information event, visit www.adoptionatheart.org.uk to see the next available dates and to book your place or call 01902-553818. Joe, Friday night, uh, we're in the capital. It's Fulham. It's Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, look, last five games of all clubs, Wolves are, have got the worst record, worst Premier League record, period. Maybe out of yeah. anyone in the league. Uh, so, look, they need to stop the rot. And they need to stop the rot sooner rather than later. Is this the type of game that they can get to win? And if so, um, how do they stop Fulham? Who threw away, really, um, a win um, to get to get, to get get beaten at the weekend? Uh, really, really poor result after looking looking decent, I think, in large spells. But they've got some players, by the way. I mean, we've talked about Luckman as a, as a player that I think we should have a look at in the summer. But Loftus Cheek, Mitrovic is starting again now. Decordova Reed. They've got some. They've got some useful players. And if Wolves are not at the races like they were that they weren't on on Monday night, they'll find themselves losing this game early. Yeah, uh, but I think there is. Um, they've got to make sure they keep it tight. I don't think Fulham are as. Um... Dangerous on the on on the front front uh, front foot as a West Ham, um, so keep it. Make sure they keep it tight early doors. And I don't and... want to see that Cavalero fella, mate. Don't want to see him celebrating. <laughs> no, exactly. But try and keep it. Try and keep it tight early doors, and then make sure that you you are attacking from the off, like like they did as well. I mean, the the attack the attacking. You know, in in the Liverpool game as well was there with a three at the back. You know what I mean? It, it, they were still attacking. They were still, you know, creating stuff. You know, Liverpool defended pretty well that night. Um, and, and you know, as, as Klopp admitted himself afterwards, even rowed their luck a little bit at times. So I think that's the blueprint. Try and keep it solid. Try and keep it tight. But you know, 
create things on the front foot as well. And um, but if the player four and the get and the allow spaces and you know they have got a Luckman and they've they've got a they've got a Loftus Chief. They have got they, they have got ball carriers. I mean Zambo and Gisa in the middle of the park. I was looking at recently. Mm. I think um, he's second behind Traore in in a number of successful dribbles in in the Premier League. So he's a he's a midfield player who likes to carry the ball. And you know if he if he's unchallenged like a like a Jesse Lingard was, then he'll he'll run through on on goal. <laughs> so um, you know they've got to make sure that they get tight. And if it means picking up a few early bookings, and it means giving somebody like a Luckman a kick as almost a bit of an intimidation factor, then do he? Because you know Wolves, while they're not, I don't think for me in the dogfight. They've got to make sure that they don't get into the dogfight either, and you've got to just be a bit old school and a bit streetwise. And um, I think that's what's been missing. If they can have a bit of that against Fulham, I think Fulham, you know, maybe if they get kicked about, then you know, I don't know if they'll they'll quite fancy it to be honest. Yeah, um, and then formation-wise, predict what Nuno's going to play. Not you, Nuno Espirito Santo. What team does he pick on Friday For- night? Three four three. Um so I think Sace, Cody and Kilburn, um yeah. Samedo and Nate Nuri, mm-hmm. and Neves mm-hmm. and um Traore Neto and Silva. Ooh, okay. Pedence on the bench. Pedence on the bench, yeah, yeah. With the idea that it'll probably come on for the second half, last half hour. Okay, I thought he looked quite good, Pedence, actually, when he came. When he yeah, but like, I, I don't think he'll be at the stage yet mm, where no, no. where he'll want to. Well, they'll want to be putting too much into him, and especially with what's happened, you know, with Johnny. I, I think that's a, a reminder to to everyone, I guess, to be extra cautious. And um, yeah, I, I I I think he'll still be kind of starting and coming off or coming off the bench, you know. In games. Keep the faith, everyone. Wolves aren't going down this season. Don't worry. Every if, if Wolves go down, I'll send every every uh, Wolves poddy listener twenty pounds in the post. How's that? Okay. <laughs> just just chill, relax, have a good weekend. We'll see you Friday night from me, from Joe. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye bye.